I'm about to show you a simple technique that adds tremendous depth, complexity, and realism to your fantasy characters. I've used this extensively in my own fantasy novels, and whenever I've taught it to students in my fantasy outlining bootcamp, it's always led to these writers developing incredible epiphanies and much deeper insights into the people in their stories. Here's the idea. Every character has four selves. You have the social self, which is who they are around strangers and loose acquaintances. In other words, how they are typically perceived by the world. Then you have the personal self, which is who they are around close relations, like their friends, their lovers, their family. Next, you have the core self, who they think they are deep down, when they're just alone with themselves and with their thoughts. And lastly, you have the hidden self, the unknown, subconscious depth and true nature of who they really are. So to give you a couple of examples from different fantasy characters to see this in action, let's look at Bilbo Baggins specifically from The Fellowship of the Ring. So not from The Hobbit, but actually when he's a bit older um, and when he is more of a side character in the story. So Bilbo's outer self is that he is a very eccentric, rich hobbit who throws these lavish parties uh, and tells these tall tales of his past adventures. His personal self, however, um, is that his friends and his family know that he is this former adventurer full of wild but true stories of courage and bravery. He shows great love and loyalty towards his friends and his family, especially towards Frodo, who he leaves all of his possessions to. Next, you have his core self. At his core, Bilbo feels like this old man that has all the weight of these years upon him, and he's longing for the adventure and freedom of his youth. But then deep down, in his hidden self, which again is an aspect of your character that might not be fully understood to them at the start of the story, perhaps as the narrative unfolds they begin to understand their hidden self a lot more, Bilbo's hidden self is that he is tempted by the power and the promise of the One Ring, and he fears his own greed. Let's take a look at Severus Snape from Harry Potter. His social self is that he is a stern, unforgiving professor who favours Slytherin and hates Gryffindor. He has a fascination with the dark arts, and he used to be a Death Eater. His personal self, for the, so the people who get to know him well, I'd hesitate to say friends because he doesn't have a tremendous amount of friends in the Harry Potter series, but there are certainly people who are you know, close allies with him. Um, he is feared and respected as a formidable wizard, and a lot of people know, well not a lot of people, some characters know that he is secretly a double agent for Dumbledore. At his core self, he is deeply affected by his uh, unrequited love for Lily Potter and marked by guilt over her death. He feels caught between his roles um, for Voldemort and Dumbledore as kind of this double agent. And then his hidden self is that he has this enduring love for Lily that drives him, and it reveals a hidden capacity for loyalty that surprises even Snape. Next, we have Gavin Guile from The Black Prism by Brent Weeks. So his social self is that he's this very charismatic prism, kind of this ruler of these uh, nations who brought peace to the lands. He's the most powerful drafter or magic user in the Seven Satrapies. But when you get to know him um, on a personal level, at his personal self, he's capable of deep love, but you see him struggling with the burden of his responsibilities. He's not this leader that has it all figured out the way that he projects himself to be um, towards the wider public. At his core, he feels torn between his duty and his personal desires, and he grapples with guilt and these complex lies he's woven to get himself into the position he's in. At his hidden self, deep down, Gavin holds these really big secrets about his past and the truth of his powers. He struggles hugely with imposter syndrome, and he's terrified that his lies might be exposed, causing everything to unravel. Next example is Logan Ninefingers from The Blade Itself by Joe Abercrombie, one of my personal favourite fantasy characters. His social self is the Bloody Nine, a fearsome and legendary barbarian warrior from the North, uh, with gruesome stories about him and many people living in fear of this guy. But on his personal self, 
Once you get to know Logan a bit more, you get a sense he's actually quite philosophical and thoughtful, he's capable of great loyalty towards his friends, and you see him have this deep desire to be leaving his bloody past behind um, because he is holding many regrets about his younger years. At his core self, Logan wants peace and redemption, yet he's constantly dragged back into violence by circumstances and his own reputation. Then Logan's hidden self has to do with his bloody nine persona that overtakes him in moments of extreme danger or rage um, and sort of embodies the pure, uncontrollable violence he both fears and loves. 